guys, hey, it's your favorite girl, JJ. Hey, hey. I got that phrase from someone you're about to meet. It's your favorite girl. Now that's like my favorite thing to say right now. Yes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Areshairi podcast. I know. I know it's been even for me, even for me, I've missed you guys. I've missed you so much. But we are back and better than before. I mean, new backgrounds, new amazing people that I can't wait for you to meet. And as always, your favorite word, goodies. I have goodies for you guys. We are still printing out the Array Shiree t-shirts. But now we are also doing Array Records branded merchandise. So follow us on our socials. At Array Records, it's going to be somewhere down here for more information. But you can still pre-order for the Array Shiree t-shirts. And now, this one, I have to prepare myself. Because the amount of energy that's going to come out of this episode, guys, you're going to feel it from where you're watching it from. Like, you're going to be able to feel it. Today, I am going to be talking to a very, very special, amazing, and close friend of mine that we met in the industry. And a very, very beautiful relationship has budded from that. And she is incredibly talented, a multidisciplinary artist that I cannot wait for you to meet. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Corinne Kahi. Should get those things for pressing and then we have you know up yes, yes 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 add them post <laughs> add drop down guys drop you down. have a link for that gear hello at your girl <laughs> hi darling hi welcome finally okay. i know finally. i've been waiting i was waiting i'm like eh, am i not good enough for this podcast what is What's happening, happening? <laughs> so when i got the i'm like oh finally she's recognized my greatness <laughs> Yes, yes, I'm doing the music production classes in April. Yeah. And this last one that we just mm-hmm. finished, I mean, multitasking was yeah, just literally. I impossible. get it. So I think we were saving it yeah. for you yeah. and this beautiful energy. Thank you. So welcome, mm-hmm. welcome so very, very much. We, we absolutely love having you here. And now we are about to gossip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, are you ready to tell the world about Corin Kahi? Yeah. Alright, so as tradition we always start with the origin. So as a poet, your stage name is Kahi. So why did you settle on um, using your name mm-hmm. as your artist name? Uh hey. <laughs> when I was in high school, because I've always been like a poet and musician. Yeah. And I always had this stage names. I went through Dreamer's Child, Dreamer's, Dreamer's Child or something. Dreamer's Child. Then I was called Child of God. Don't uh-huh. ask. And then it's <laughs> your G. And then um, I was called Orion. And then no, the thing is, uh-huh. um, I have this thing mm-hmm. that makes I get over things really quick. Okay. So yeah. I would get over those names. I'm like, yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm over it and whatnot. So yeah, it reached then was this is Kahi, Lady Kahi. Even I actually was in the industry earlier when mm-hmm. like after high school. Yeah, I was going by Lady Kahi, mm-hmm. and then at a point it was just like, like, man. <laughs> so literally, it's my name is the one thing I will never get bored of because mm-hmm. it's my name it's it is your name. so yeah. I was like it's not like I'll reach a place and I'm like I'm so tired of this yeah so yeah that's how 
Kahie just settled for it and mm-hmm. was like, because it's a good name. And then no one it knows where you're original, from. Yeah. No one knows where you're from. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a Lunje chick, but like no one can tell. A lot of people actually think it's Kikuyu. Kikuyu. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Please don't call me Kahie. Yeah, because it actually Please sounds like me. the short form of a longer name. Yes. Just yeah. Kahie. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Um, I always advocate for using your own name because mm-hmm. you cannot get more authentic yeah. and more original than, yeah. than your own name. True. So let's start with your poetry journey. Mm-hmm. When did you start doing poetry? Um, I think I was 16. Uh-huh. No, not 16. Okay, class 8, I started writing a few things here and there. Yeah. But um, in from one, mm-hmm. I think is when... I said, right, I was writing weird stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was going through this phase, this yeah. emo phase. Uh-huh. I was like, I do not like everyone. Everyone should just off themselves. <laughs> it was weird. Like um, you so, versus the universe. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of my poetry, I would just write down my feelings. Yeah. And write down all the anger or pain and mm. things that I'm feeling. Were you and just she, venting or you were intentionally writing poetry? I, I was intentionally writing poetry because okay. I was writing it in a poetic form because mm-hmm. I've always liked creative writing. So yeah. it just happened. Then because me, I am sometimes I have main character energy. <laughs> I used to go, I used to go to uh, to class yeah. and perform them in front of people. Like during, like, you know that time before, everything. yeah, before like the teacher comes to class, yeah. after class, mm-hmm. or preps at night. Yeah. Your girl was there with my poetry <laughs> book, and I'm like, guys, listen to what I've written. I have I something to the, say. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care if you're a fan, if you're not. Yeah. I, that's yeah. That's how I started writing poetry, <laughs> and then it just grew from there. So uh-huh. even after high school, um, I'm like, yeah, this is one of the options that I have. Not options. This is one of the things I'm gonna do with my life. Yeah. Going so you already had like a background of creative writing to yeah. assist with the writing. So mm-hmm. you write your own poetry. Yes. yes. All right. Um, so when did you transition from written to performance poetry? Now you see that time when I was going to perform in front, in front of, of people. people. That ah. was performing. Oh, <laughs> that's when. Like, so from... yeah, because I was like, I've written. So yeah. I was like, I can't just will. You know, that, at that time, <laughs> to be honest, in high school, yeah. poetry, when you think about it, you remember, it's the ones we were studying and you had to break down. And you, so we yes, kind of dislike like poetry. Exactly. So mm-hmm. we had a really bad perception to poetry, poetry yeah. um, so I was like, I'm not going to give people my poems to read because that's PTSD, yeah. so <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll perform it because I know I'm a very eloquent speaker, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think I was more aware, I sound nice when I talk, so I was like, yeah, I said the yeah. voice as well, yes, oh, okay. Okay. All right. yes, we can second, guys, like, drop a comment about this voice because we know, we know you feel it, you know you feel it, all right, um, so how many years would you say you've done poetry, give or take? Um, this is 2007, mm-hmm. and now we're in 2020. Okay, I keep getting up to the people. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's about. Okay, I'm so bad at maths. This is why I'm a poet. That's I'm not a bad at from But from two yes. yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what challenges have you encountered since you started um, interacting with written and performance poetry? I mean. You know, it depends, because at first I was doing it just for myself. Okay. Um, and then when I got into the outside world, mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I need to make money. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, at that time, poetry was not a thing, because this is 2011 when I was out of high school, and 
you're trying to make a cutting here and there and mm. the, the most you would get at any poetry event was like 500 at that time yeah yeah fair to your kurudi and you're so privileged if you got that <laughs> so it was those are the challenges like oh should i just forget this and get an age to five mm. and you know because you're not seeing where the future will go at yeah, the time. Profit, especially um, manual. Exactly. Yeah. So the good thing at that time is when all these poetry events had started coming out, like Evo Poetry, Poetry Night, Poetry Sport. Mm-hmm. Um, there were just a couple, mostly in churches, actually. Yeah. But the churches have done a good job for poetry because they backed actually... that like tradition and nini of culture yeah. of poetry. A lot of the so, poets we've had on the podcast yeah. have actually um, can trace their history or, or performance back mm-hmm. to church. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, there was one poem I did in like class three about mm-hmm. peace. I didn't even remember it. Where is peace? Where is peace? Oh, where is peace? <laughs> you, will we find it? You, where? No, no, no. We can't. Deep, 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 deep stuff. Yeah, deep stuff. <laughs> you like class that. three also, you know, way, yeah, right, it, was, it was deep stuff. Because where is it? You know, you know we're still asking. No, for real, we're questions. still asking. Yeah. Like, even me now, I still have pieces where I'm like, eh. That was beyond your time, but it's so true. Yeah, Yeah. we didn't know we're gonna be struggling mentally and looking for peace everywhere. Well, yeah. So yeah, um, those are those challenges. Um, not knowing how to package yourself Mm -hmm. as a creative and whatnot. But when it came to writing itself, I don't think I've ever necessarily had a challenge. Yeah. Like. There are times you have but it comes I'm sorry. naturally. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You just got it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But you got it, you got it. Um, you got it, you got it. There are times you have writer's block of mm-hmm. some sort where it's not inspired, maybe because of circumstances happening in your life. Yeah. Um and it's okay, but I also try not to stay in that space for too long. At the OCN inspiration. Yeah. No, like sometimes I literally go to Google and look for prompts. On what to write about. Oh, that's and then idea, yeah, actually. because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're just relying and waiting for inspiration, you will wait. Yeah, you'll wait. You will wait for inspo. So, hashtag exactly. inspo. Hashtag yeah. inspo. Where are exactly. you? Exactly. So yeah. it's now that pushing myself because yeah. you're a poet, so you write poetry. Mm-hmm. The same way a doctor is doing their doctoring eight to five. Mm-hmm. Do your poetry. You just said doctoring. Yeah, I said doctoring. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, let me confirm that the camera is recording okay. before I move to my next question. All right. Um, okay, so have you encountered any um, gender-based challenges in your um, journey with poetry? Definitely. Yeah. Um, It it's always been very male dominated. Mm -hmm. Um, from as far as okay, my side. I can only say my side of the story. Yeah. It's always been male heavy, which I mean, I guess it's it's life. Um, Yeah, but it's been for a lot of history. Um, but now what began I think to happen is um, those. There were the respected ones, and then mm-hmm. there was us girls who just try. Yeah. So even if you're really good and you're just as good as them, there was never that full respect that you're given, mm-hmm. um, which used to suck sometimes. Yeah. Um, or opportunities, because sometimes you don't push as hard. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay, I don't know if that's a gender thing or it's an individual. It is an individual thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But if like or if there's a dynamic a dynamic that's already being favored, yes, it doesn't exactly. help and like give yeah. you that allowance. Because you even find. Sometimes it's 
you have like no shade, no shade, <laughs> but like female events. Yeah. And you find they'll still get a male poet to perform a woman piece mm. about women. And I'm like, eh, <clears throat> by the way, by the way, you know, we have these people here. Is anyone seeing it? And we perform also. Yeah. And we know, and it's, our we know day. It's, it's our day. Like mm. we, we know our problems. We know what's happening all around us. Yeah. Um. So some of those things, because no man, eh, the crossing <laughs> your heart. Yeah. But like, I mean. How can you encourage someone who is encountering that gender issue in terms of getting stages to perform, getting paid? To be honest, for me, what I I decided to go to do oh, sorry to do going forward yeah. is um, in be independent okay. in terms of figure out what you need. You mm-hmm. see, like for example, I don't I still wasn't making enough money to hire a band. Okay. which a lot of the bigger poets right now are able to have. Yeah. So what did I do? I learned production mm. so that I can make my own soundtracks mm-hmm. and perform them, you know? Um, oh, that's incredible. Yeah, so you, when you're able to rely on yourself, because we have so many excuses because we haven't been making money, yes. so we are, we are constantly behind mm. our male con- counterparts. Yes. So when them, they're growing and giving you a worthy performance, mm-hmm. you're there like, I can't because I don't have money for this. Yeah. But there are loopholes around it. There's ways you can find something so unique that mm-hmm. will still draw people towards you. Yeah. So for me, I think it's empowering yourself. Learn all the skills that you possibly can yes. that will make you stand out mm-hmm. um, and then these things for starting small and mm-hmm. like it's okay to even when you know how good you are yes um, sometimes it's okay to be humble and decide to start small so like if you're not being called for gigs call 20 of your friends tell them to pay a key mm. and perform in your backyard. I mean, some one of your friends' houses, even another mm-hmm. one friend who has a really nice house <laughs> that can host people. That is very <laughs> true. Yeah. That so is just, very you know, true. do something like that. That's 20K. Yeah. As in, you know, um, you've not used much. So like, it's that just being smart about it mm-hmm. and climbing. You have to, we have to create our own ladder we to have climb. To. Yes. So, yeah. but it is possible. Like mm-hmm. we've seen a few people do it. So it is possible. Don't, for women, let's not give up because yes. it's, it's we have to fight. It's unfortunate, but I think it will make us better people in the long run. Yeah, and empowering each other as well. So yes. it's there's this mentality, and it's very very toxic about how as women we don't like each other. So if you reach out to your twenty friends, mm. if five of them are chicks, only one of them will, will show up, show up. <laughs> and, if, and that one is probably the one who owns the house where okay. you're, yeah. you're going to perform. So I think also um, from my personal experience, empowering each other as a gender that's struggling to overcome all these barriers mm-hmm. will be beneficial for us long run, yeah. in the long run. Um, so let's talk about your multidisciplinariness because you do quite, quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, so what other um, forms of art do you engage with that support your poetry? Um, okay, I'm a poet, mm-hmm. I'm a rapper, boop, boop, boop. I'm a singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. um, I am an MC, mm-hmm. um, I am, uh, why are things leaving my head, I'm an actress, Linda <laughs> 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 too, I'm like, come back here, it's a lot and um, I'm an upcoming DJ, um, what else do I do, what else do I do, you need it, I got it, like, mm-hmm. Um, One stop shop, I'm guys. A radio Nakumat didn't yeah, die. Me, when it died, it came to me. I am not mad. Nakumat <laughs> <laughs> Um I'm a radio producer. I am a film producer mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. 
And now I'm a music producer. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Team Triple yeah. Music Producer. Yeah. So yeah, and that's like seventh poly. Yes. Seventh poly was more than triple. Yeah. Like seventh poly. Exactly. So um, <laughs> how do these things um, inspire your poetry? Oh wow. Hmm. 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 They're all related. No, they're all connected. <laughs> to me, they're all connected because yeah. my my poetry is what birthed my rap career. Oh. Yes. Okay. Like you see those times when I was performing in front of people? Yeah. And I would do it in like a nice car way and flow. Like I had flow to the way I was performing. Yes. And literally people are like, but don't join as a rap. Like mm. they were like, Yeah, you know you can actually rap. And I was like, Oh, that time was like, I'm not Tupac, I'm not Zinani, and first people was like, that time, Nikki wasn't even a thing yet. Oh my god. It was 2007. Yes, offensive. Yes, they were not a thing. Like, it was now Nikki and Lauren Hill and Lil Kim and whatever, who had died at that time. Like, I mean, artistically, not. So, please, please, those are my icons. Those are my icons. Yeah. So, yeah, there were. It's I then I was like okay fine let me try and so I started dropping my poetry. Oh yeah, so that's so how that's how, that's how it started. So mm-hmm. I literally attribute my whole rap career uh, into poetry. Into poetry, yeah. And then also as a musician, mm-hmm. I learned the creative writing started for me started with poetry. Mm-hmm. Is when I started writing sing song music. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, not so a it's like everything has boomerang. It's yeah. okay after doctoring, we've I know. accepted. We've accepted. Yeah. So, so like graduate. everything has kind of mimicked <laughs> each other. Yeah. That's why I talk like this. That's <laughs> where many, where many. Okay, so everything is um, inherently connected. Yeah. Um, so there's no places where they overlap. Because you see, for example, like everything you've mentioned mm-hmm. is already a very established industry, and yeah. the poetry is still coming up mm-hmm. as an industry in yeah. the country. Do you find that interacting with all these other industries that um, poetry has a space, or it's still growing, or it's a big thing? We're just the ones not seeing it. Um, it's definitely grown in the past five years. Okay, like, there's been a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Um, poetry has opened. I think for me, poetry and film connect. Yes. Like because most I don't know for me I find film very poetic, mm-hmm. and then now doing also films of poetry as a you know how like the voice overs especially voice okay it depends on what kind of films you listen to you watch yeah but um especially short films I'm a short film person like mm-hmm. of course I love the normal random yeah two three things. hours yes <laughs> but like short films are very interesting and I find that a lot of people actually use poetry in them yeah it's just that they don't put it out as poetry mm. and so when I realized now and I'm like I'm making now poetry videos yes um I'm like this is very interesting like I love seeing the words it's like bring yes the words already come to life with the words but now mm-hmm. seeing it visually mm-hmm. as a representation it's it's really powerful it's more life it's yeah. like having twins exactly like the piece itself is life but yeah. then plus it's the 40 film, and it's <laughs> actually like almost 70. yeah yeah okay so um let's talk about your hobbies mm-hmm. what do you do for fun that inspires your creative process okay i go for concerts Guys, hey, if no, you ever see us out there, please say hi. Yeah, please say hi. Because we go out. And then we and dance. As we, and go we dance. We dance. We dance. We scream. Yeah, until our voices go. If our voices yeah. don't go the next day, it, it wasn't. Didn't, you didn't, didn't do, do your game. I'll go in that, in fact. Yeah, you went. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and 
Um, what else do I do? I think I do a lot of. Okay, no, that's not a hobby. <laughs> I was gonna say research, uh-huh. but that's not. No, a that hobby. is. But actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I love Pinterest is my friend, mm-hmm. so I'm always looking for like creating different mood boards for different pieces that I want to do. Ooh. Different, you know. There's just from, from images. Yeah, from images. That's interesting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then now when AI stuff have started coming up, and I'm like, I'm able to create something that only I have. Of what I think, like when you're trying to Im- imagine some mm-hmm. weird creature that you want to talk about, and then you just create it, or you create a mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. I'm still figuring out AI um, yeah. creation, but for the few that I've done, I'm just like, wow! Uh-huh. I think there's, there's 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 a really good opportunity there, like the creative for writers, to be able to visualize mm-hmm. the abstract stuff that we have in our heads. Yeah, using AI. I mean, if you can combine your your piece with film and AI art. I mean, I get a clear picture of Kahi completely. Like yeah, I'll some like picture exactly. because you represented in three different media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's incredible. Yeah. So um, research, concerts, yeah. and I think also I don't know. I just I I like being around creatives. I feel like it mm-hmm. fuels me. So literally just putting myself in positions, hanging out with creatives, making my my circle right now is. 80% creatives. Hi, Corinne's um, friends. Hi, 80%. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, because it's, it does something. It feels you. Like, even when you're just randomly chatting to hang out, and yeah. whatnot, there's always something that's parked, mm. like, creatively, that just, I don't know, it's a little thing. Also, there's this book. Yeah. It's called The Artist's Way. It's Ooh. life-changing for a creative. I forget the name, but I'll okay. tell you. I'll All tell right. you We're going to put it down there description. in the description. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's mostly for people who have an artist block mm-hmm. and you're trying to regain mm-hmm. your creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gives you different things that you should do. And one of the things they say is every day write three pages of whatever. It's like a mm-hmm. brain dump, but they call it stream of consciousness. Okay. So they say just freehand writing. Mm-hmm. Don't think about what you're writing. Whatever is in your brain. But every day when you wake up, yeah. and you'll be um, you'll be amazed by how much um, creativity or ideas that are usually there. But then mm-hmm. the moment you start lifeing, because okay, I'm cutting. I need to close. I need to eat. I need to. Yeah. They just it go. Just goes. So mm. and and I found so many brilliant ideas, and you're just free writing. Free writing. Yeah. And then I'm actually gonna adapt. Yeah. That as well. And the sure. second thing they do is say every week take yourself on an artist date. So what how they how she says it is mm-hmm. your artist is like your child. It's a different it's kind of a different entity from you mm-hmm. that you need to take care of. Like Nikam mm-hmm. Totoako. Yes. And and she's like, so um you need to feed it, you need to clothe it, you need to need it. So mm-hmm. what you need to put it in the right condition. So one of the things that she's saying, you need to take it on dates. Ah. Um so that things that will make it better. Mm-hmm. So whether it's going and buying yourself coloring books, um, so that you can wake up, buying music, or buying music, mm. or or you know just I don't know walking in a park or going to Bomas of Kenya and listening to guys oh, drum, yeah, get that car exactly, that yeah, yes. and you know there are certain activities that you do for the artist in you mm-hmm. to grow. Mm-hmm. So that was really amazing because now it made me 
start thinking about it. I've not done most of the things in the bucket list, but I will. Yeah. But it's a really good book to help. We'll you do it together. I'll be accountability partner okay. because I want to do that as well. That okay. that's an incredible idea. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I think that's gonna be the title of this episode. Yeah. Take your artist date out. Your mm-hmm. artist self out on, on a date. date. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Do you have any upcoming projects? Anything we need to be looking out for? Yes. <laughs> Tell us about this amazing thing that are coming up. <laughs> so, um, I have two different projects. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one, I have a music project and then I have a poetry project. Yes. For poetry, um, it's called Silence mm-hmm. Experience. I don't know how much more I can say about it. Because it's, it's Guys, yeah, it's, it's Just to wait. Just yeah. to wait. Um, okay. But it's very, it's, it talks a lot about mental health because mm-hmm. I, I am very vocal about mental health mm-hmm. when it comes to um, our creative process and like our lives yes. in general. Because creatives, there's always that the chicken and the egg conversation. I'm like, do art mm. does art make us mentally um, more susceptible to mental, mental health, health issues, yeah. or does the mental health issues make us mm-hmm. creatives? We don't know. We don't sure. know. But like, Actually, there's a correlation a somewhere. Yeah. yeah, there's a correlation somewhere because I know there are people who are not in creative and still struggle with their mental health, but you're more susceptible if you are in a creative space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's one of those things that I'm trying to figure it out through my art and through okay. my poetry. Right. Um, so it's a very it's gonna be a very visual and. It, it, it's gonna take on your senses, for lack of a better word. It's yeah. an experience uh-huh. that's gonna involve all your senses. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna engage all our senses. Yes. Okay. So get ready for sense engagement, guys. Yeah, get ready. Uh-huh. It's coming soon. Coming actually in. It's gonna come in January. So. Yeah. We're gonna keep posting those reminders, guys. We're like, like, what happened? We're waiting. Yeah. It's January. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it will. Trust <laughs> me. When it comes, you will see it. Yeah. Even if you. You will see and be like, ah, that chick, she was talking on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. right. Um, and then the music? So music, I have an EP that's launching. Woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah, in January. Hey. I'm so excited. I had uh-huh. taken a couple of years off of the in- from the industry and now I'm coming back. Yay. So this is like my comeback. Yeah. But for me, I see it more as just a new artist. I, I consider oh. myself a new artist because mm-hmm. I'm rebranding. I'm not the person I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that happened. And yeah, I'm excited to now Yay. have people see the new me. It's really, really exciting. I, I can't hope you're ready, guys. Me, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to see and yeah. hear the new Koji. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And um, finally, because now we've, uh, we've brought it up, let's talk a little bit about um, mental health issues. Um, what are some of the issues you are struggling with and how could you advise someone who's struggling with the same thing? Yeah, um, for me, I, I struggle with anxiety, depression and bipolar. Okay. Um, and ADHD, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Multidisciplinary. <laughs> I'm sorry, we should just joke about this because it's funny. Sorry. If you know, you know. If, you, yeah. if you're on this side of the spectrum, laughing about you it know, kind you know, of it makes it better. It's part of yeah. therapy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's been a bit hard because anxiety, I think, has been one of the sole contributors that have made me not always put myself out there okay. artist-wise. Because mm-hmm. um, you're always second-guessing yourself. Yeah. Um, always, is it good enough? Because we are now our worst creatives. Like, yeah. as creatives, yeah. we are the imposters. As in, you know, people, people are there to find they're just living their lives. I mean, they, yeah. do, they do their bare minimum and they're okay with they're it. They're good and they're good. And they go, 
I should just do one line. Like, is it perfect? Is that mm. one line perfect? Or should I just we overthink situations so much? Yeah. Um and it it really did inhibit me for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And then when you go through seasons of depression, you can't do anything. Like yeah. you can't do anything. It's paralyzing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is mm. paralyzing. Um, but like for me, um, because these are still things that I struggle with, uh-huh. but I've been able to find ways to work around it. Mm-hmm. And it's even when I'm depressed right now, mm-hmm. I I usually tell myself the one thing that can not help me, but like if I do just one thing. Yeah. When you give break down your tasks to one thing. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like I'd already said this before, I don't mm-hmm. think so, but. Mm-hmm. I believe as an artist, yeah. you should artist every day. Mm. So the meaning dropping gems yeah. and habits. <laughs> you know? yeah. So uh-huh. if if the way people on the eight fives are doing to go to the office every day, do yeah. something that contributes to your art every day. Mm-hmm. Whether you're writing one verse, whether you're doing research on something, whether you're ne- you need mm-hmm. to do something. So even on days when I'm not okay, yeah. the one thing that gives me hope that I'm still alive and I'm still relevant, because sometimes you beat yourself up so much because you're like, I'm depressed and I haven't done anything for like a month. Yeah. And now you yeah. feel bad about not doing anything for the month, mm-hmm. then you keep it adds a whole other next month on depression. On it, yeah. So I try to do even one thing. I'm like, fine, I don't have the mental capacity to create anything yeah. right now, yeah. but I can research and bookmark stuff that I know I will use when now mm. I have the ability to take these things in. Okay. Um, they're just small, small things that, that you can that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. And if you Especially can say, artists, today I'm looking for inspo, because yes. I, I, I can't create, but I can listen to music. Mm. That you can get my smile. Yeah. Mm. So it's just those small, small things that have been helping me. Then now, when you do something substantial, mm-hmm. your mental feels better. Like yeah. you kind of feel like, I know I'm depressed, but at least I've done this today. Mm-hmm. Like it's you feel a bit productive, productive. Yes. and it's it's. You know, in a it does not explain, but it feels good. It feels so it does. Empowering. It does actually works um, for me so, as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's been one of those things. Um, even in good moments, bad moments, mm-hmm. even when you're feeling some type of way. Okay, I know we make the joke. Oh, you know, depressed music. Like depressed people make the best music. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. So like, also <laughs> jump on that. Like, if you're feeling use some type it. of way, imagine mm. write down what you're feeling. Yeah. Just write it down. Like a good actress, know. use it. Just use, use it. it. Use it. Use it. So anything, yeah. Yeah. There, there are ups and downs, but like, use. They're all. All of them can be used for your advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. I know mental health can be really terrible, especially because it's a spectrum. Yes. So there are people who are dealing with it at different extents. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no one way to work for everyone, because some mm-hmm. people are just like, I can't wake up. Like, me getting out of bed isn't possible. Isn't problem. So even doing that one bare minimum thing is, mm-hmm. is not possible. So this is, it's, it's, this is just my way of how I deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I hope that maybe for someone else who hasn't tried doing that, yeah. if they try it and it works, I mean, amazing. Yeah, and if you tried any words, let us know. Drop yeah. us a comment, a DM. Mm-hmm. We'd love to interact with that. Awesome. Um, so, final words of wisdom to the people. Mm-hmm. We're like, Kahi, we love your voice. We love everything you're saying. And you have gems for us. <laughs> so, give us one more gem. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, we're sitting I believe, up with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creativity is 
inborn. For whatever you believe in, I believe in God as the creator. And I believe that when he made us, mm. he made us co-creators. It's even written in scripture, we are co-creators. And that wasn't just co-creators in the form that we give birth. Because mm-hmm. that would make us like any other random animal because all animals give birth. Yeah. But there's a creation, a creative um, aspect that was breathed into each and every one of us. Okay. And one of the the best way to tap into that is within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know inspiration is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's good to know what's happening, like get inspiration of beats or sounds or whatever. All those things are amazing, but the most unique thing that you can find is within yourself. Because mm-hmm. we, each of us, it's like your fingerprint. Yeah. Each of us have that that thing out there in the creative process that no one else in this world can do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I always ask people to do. Find find you yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. That's what is gonna take your creative space to another level. Because mm-hmm. we don't you don't always have to try and copy or try and be like so and so. That's amazing, you can get inspiration, but at the end of the day make sure your core is is within you. Yeah. Okay. And you cannot like I always keep telling you people, you cannot be more authentic than yourself. True. So the you in you. Mm-hmm. you, in you. Yeah. So thank you so much, darling. Thank you so much. It's been amazing having you. I'm so happy. We finally done this. I know, I'm so happy. I'm so excited, I'm so excited for this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we get to enjoy a performance from Kahi herself. <laughs> My art is an abusive law. He forbids me from working because it will make him jealous. Makes him think it will make me more in love with a job than him. See, he knows he has no money. And the peanuts come only once in a blue moon, there's barely food on the table. Just daily bread before we say grace, he keeps me from friends and family. We commune mostly at night. We talk much and I love it. But sometimes he just gazes into the ceiling and says he's being blocked by some writer, so we just lay there. Blank face like we're playing poker. I wish we were playing poker because at least we'd be doing something. He hates when I try to be modest. He tells me you thrive when you're different. He says you should color your hair, talk with an accent, dress like you got lots of cash, pose for the flash, cameras are your best friend, he says. You gotta do what you gotta do to impress, he says. He's kind of like a pimp trying to sell me out. He says image is everything. Even when he knows we ain't figured it out, he shackles my mind. Says no one will ever love me like he does. No one will ever get me like he does. He is the answer and the solution. He is the Bible and the prayer and all I ever needed for therapy. He is great. I mean, he's gonna be great one day. I mean, he's gonna be huge one day. This one day has been coming since I was 16 when he walked into my heart and promised me his inheritance. And now I'm almost 29 and I'm still waiting for it to show because all I've been doing is investing. But the profits are close to negative, actually negative. This lover of mine has been treating me negative. He walks out of it, says he'll be back. And I wait on the door for one day, two days, three days, and now I'm losing my mind. My lover is gone. I hope he's not dead. I need my daily bread because this hunger is a dread. What lies ahead? I await his return. And in my sorrow, I turn. I yearn for this lover despite his burn. And then he returns. Opens the door around 2 a.m. in the night. Turns on the light and tells me to write as though I'm his right. I want to pick a fight because I haven't slept in days and now when I can finally lay. He wants to take me up to flight. He wants to talk. 
He wants to tell me how we can be better, how I should write a letter to, to my haters and tell them I'm back like I never left. He diddly, like what's happening? Well, I went right along with his script. I mean, he's my man. I mean, I chose him. I mean, he technically chose me, but like, he must know best. And now he's on my chest, he wants to rest but never invest. I feel like he's a test to just test my interest in this thing. Will I detest him or will I go east when he goes west? I hate that I love him. I hate that I chose him. I hate that he makes me happy. I hate that he makes me fulfilled. I hate that he was chosen for me before birth and that I'm accountable for him at death. I hate that I pretend to hate it because I love it all. I love him all. The good, the bad, and sometimes mostly the ugly. Love feels like galaxies. Orion, the big bear, stars aligned to make magic love. Kind of like I'm somewhere in between being the smartest and the dumbest person in the room, love like, you make me silly. Like I'm six years old and my dad tells me I'm pretty, or like when you wear a dress and it has pockets and someone tells you nice dress and you're like, yeah, it has pockets. <laughs> I blush uncontrollably, like my face turns pink. Or dark purple, cause like, hashtag team dark skin. You make me feel like a queen. Get Cleopatra on Nefertiti, you took a crown from eternity and called me, me. I feel like I'm the only girl in the world that you stare deep into my eyes because you make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world, like I'm the only one that you'll ever love, like I'm the only one who knows your heart, only girl in the world. I want to see you. Those moments you don't think I see you see me. I want to let our eyes lock and throw away the keys. I want to look through your pupils and make a student out of me because I, I want to know you more. <laughs> I want to know what angle I must approach you for your lips to form a semicircle choir shape as you expose your teeth standing upright like Corinthian columns. I want to see you. I want to see beyond your fashion or lack of it. I want to see through the devices, through your name, through your walk, through your talk. I want to see what keeps your heart pumping. I want to see the source of your vision. I want to see the thing that keeps you up all night and keeps you up all day. I want to know what could make you cry. <laughs> and I promise <laughs> not to do anything to make you cry. I just want you not to hide it from me. The strength of a man is his ability to express emotions. I want to know the source of your strength. And I swear I will not cut your hair like Delilah. I want to keep you strong so that you can protect me in your arms. I want to assign my guardian angels to you. I want to keep you safe and answer your prayers to God. I want to hold your hand and walk into a sunset and let the sunset the direction for our love because ours, ours is the night sky. I want to gaze at you all the time. I want to wish upon your shooting. I want to study you, your past, your present, your future. Because you are beautiful. And you are light.